On today's first round KO, we give our World Series predictions, and then we talk about the uh, NFL trade deadline. We talk about rumored NFL trades that might be happening, and then we switch gears into WWE. We talk about the Roman Reigns situation, and we talk about uh, WWE Evolution rumors. Let's get it. Hello and welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. All right, so let's see. I got my uh, Lightspeed World Tour shirt on. I got my Lightspeed World Tour hat on. I'm on a good team on Supercard, which means I'm getting much better cards, which is good because my team's rounding out. So you would say that I'm feeling super duper, right? <laughs> you know, because the whole super duper Kyle thing yeah. and part of the super duper crew. Except I am feeling something super duper. Super, super duper, duper tired. tired. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, That's what I am. Because I think, I think everything the last few days just hit me like a truck today. Because yeah. I've had so much lack downtime. Of, lack of sleep usually hits you a couple days later. And yeah. It's, I, wouldn't even, I don't even know if it's so much lack of sleep because I slept like a rock after the concert. Then I did That's have fair, but like a, a big day like that, that wipes you out. Oh yeah. yeah, and then like prior to that was homecoming, which was right. an early day in general, right? Because with the, the football game and everything. So yeah, I do think the last couple of days finally just came through and just steamrolled me. Right. <laughs> so. so yesterday, not yet. Well, yesterday for us, yesterday yeah. on the podcast, uh, I brought up the Pat McAfee thing. Yeah. And then I never brought it up again. Later, we never talked about it. Did yeah. you see what actually happened? Did you see Pat McAfee? At the Colts game. Oh, yeah, yeah, you showed yeah, you showed me. Did I end up showing you? Yeah, you showed me when we were in here. Must have been afterwards or something. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, it was after the show. We didn't bring it up on the show. It was one of my favorite things. He's dressed up like an old man kicking field goals. <laughs> oh, and then he cut a little promo at the end, too. It was really funny. I just had to bring Let's that kick up. some Bills ass. <laughs> beat the hell out of the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> so good. And then he's hitting the hammer with the Colts thing. Uh, with the mask still on. <laughs> I love Pat McAfee. Also, also, my Halloween costume came. Yeah, you showed me. I Snapchatted everyone. Yeah. Because it, it does look dope. Amazing. It, does it looks look, legit it does look as hell. My costume is uh, Peter Quill from Guardians of the Galaxy. Specifically, I found that I just ordered the jacket because I wanted the shorter jacket, not the longer, like, uh, like pea coat type of thing. It's actually like legit uh infinity war jacket Ooh. like i look and that's the only time i think in the first one he wears a shorter jacket too but this one is the same design as as infinity war okay so it's kind of dope i've been trying to find see i found an iron spider the compression shirt thing i found an iron spider spider one yeah. and i found the and i found the one that i really wanted was the one was his the the suit from the ps4 game mm-hmm. like the like the one that's on the cover and everything right i would mm. I prefer the Homecoming one over that, but... Well, I mean, there's Homecoming, there's Iron Spider, and then there's PS4. Right. Um, 
the the iron the homecoming suit wouldn't had my size not not in prime. Iron Spider in prime, I don't think would. I think if I order it, if I had money yesterday and said like if I said, oh hey, I'm gonna order it now, it would have gotten here by this Friday. I'm not sure what the timetable would be if I order it on Thursday, but I'm gonna go revisit that obviously. Right. Um, the Spider Man one, the the or they are all they're all Spider Man. The PS4 one has Prime. Not in your size. Not in my size. Extra large. So what I'm thinking is if I just find anything, and then the thing is like there there's a short sleeve one. There's a there's a short sleeve Spider Man thing, but it's it's winter in Wisconsin, or right. fall in Wisconsin. Right. So my so my plan is I'm probably gonna do the same thing that I did for for Black Panther, right? except Black Panther I have like I have like the long sleeve shirt. So what I'm thinking, if I do decide to if I find the long sleeve or short sleeve or anything like that, if I want if I'm dead set on a compression thing, I'm probably gonna buy the the Iron Spider compression long sleeve. Okay. But then I don't know what tights to complement those. Are there not? There are there are none. Oh there air there is one not with Prime. Nah. And I would get it like in November. I think the first full week in November. Well, so I mean next yeah, two weeks, but so the thing is like what color what comp- what color tights would complement the iron spider suit? Because if I just went with the base Spider Man, even if I went with the short sleeve one, like the regular like your traditional Spider Man one, yeah. I could just get like a red Under Armour thing, wear that underneath the spider Spider Man short sleeve mm-hmm. and just I don't know, find red tights or blue tights, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I think I might do that. It might be cheap. Might work. Or if I, or if we go to Jamesville, I just find like a Spider Man T shirt. I'm just like done, and I can just start picking picking <clears throat> up things. It really just depends. I'm sure but, we can find something there too. Right. It really just depends on what the on the price. Otherwise, it's either going to be Spidey or Robin. Fair. I kind of want it to be Spidey. I'm also gonna buy Matt Hardy the Matt Hardy costume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta find the we gotta find the wig though. Yep, we do. I'll still buy the costume either way. <laughs> right. But I was gonna say wear it to Evolution, but don't wear it to Evolution. <laughs> it's it's no it's 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 the it's the all woman's favorite yeah, movie, so I'm, gonna wear, I'm gonna wear my ronda shirt for evolution speaking of evolution we will be talking uh evolution rumors we will be talking about crown jewel and we will be talking about uh joe and and i keep forgetting how to say his name joe Anoai. and so, i An- think there's a t in there somewhere i don't think so roman reigns roman reigns <laughs> uh we, yes we will be talking about roman reigns so we will be talking a lot of wwe in today's episode so i apologize for that but before we get to wwe things we will be talking uh major league baseball and the nfl so let's kick things off with the world series yes in the last episode i said i was done with baseball but I feel an obligation as a sports podcast. We should probably at least talk about the series for a second. <laughs> so fuck the series, the end. Yep. <laughs> Next up. So I want two things from you. Okay. I want your biased pick and your unbiased pick. I don't have a biased pick on either of these two teams. That's fair. <laughs> what do you want to see and what do you think we'll see? I want to see the Dodgers because they've been in it a billion times. You want to see the Dodgers win? I kind of do. I don't, I'd rather them than Boston, to be honest with you. Connor. <laughs> Disappointed in you. What? I want to see the Red Sox sweep the fuck out of the Dodgers. Okay. And kill them like seven 
nothing. All right, I get it. I get it. I get why. And this, and by, and usually you would say this is the, the exact same reason why. This is why I just want Boston to win. But I don't have an enemy to root for a Boston team, ever. I don't either. But I, and it's not even that the Dodgers beat the Brewers. I don't care about that. Oh, fuck that, Manny Machado. Oh, I thought that's. I thought that. No, was why, where it's one hundred percent because fuck Manny Machado. That's it. Yes. You just don't want Manny Machado to get a ring. I don't want Manny to have a ring. Dodgers can win next year <laughs> when Manny's not on the team. If he signs with the Dodgers, he's not going to sign with the Dodgers. I know he won't sign with the Dodgers, but if he does, they get Corey Seager back. They're not going to sign him again. <laughs> Although, no, they have Justin Turner. They're not going to sign him. He's going to New York. I've already established that, and I probably want you for New York next year. But, <laughs> fuck Manny suck, Machado. Must suck to be a Yankee fan. I want yeah. Manny to go 0 for 16, and I want, yeah, I want the Do- the Dodgers to get swept. Just absolutely Just because of Manny Machado. Embarrassed, yes. Just because of Machado. Yes. All right. That is 100% my biased opinion. I think that, I honestly, my biased opinion says the Dodgers will win. My un- or The Dodgers will get swept. My unbiased opinion says Red Sox in five. Maybe. Like, I legitimately could see a sweep. <laughs> I And I would have said that for the Brewers, too. I, I don't know. There's not much to talk about because, like, this Dodgers team is good. But, but the Red Sox are just super good. Like, they're just amazing. We have Kershaw versus Sale in the first game, which would be entertaining. Mm-hmm. I probably won't watch because of SmackDown. But... You know, two of our best, two of the best pitchers probably in Major League Baseball, I'd say, in the last, what, five years? Oh, yeah. At least. Ten years, maybe. Like, these two are amazing. There was some stat where they're the only two pitchers in there. Pretty incredible. I think it was like 1,300 innings pitched. They're the only two pitchers with throwing that much that have an ERA under three or something like that. Hey, lightning warning at Fedway right now. Fans are being asked to clear the stands. It's very crowded in all the concourse and everything. Lightning warning. So I was joking when I was leaving Miller Park. Oh, no. (laughs) Saying that I just want to see a tie. (laughs) No one wins the World Series this year. How is that even possible? It's not, but I want to see it somehow. Uh, I... It'd be really funny if we. Get, what if tonight's game got canceled and they had to do game one and two doubleheader tomorrow? That doesn't happen, does it? What else would they do? I what they can they can't. I I don't know. I don't think that's ever happened, has it? I don't think so either. But that's a real precedent they'd have. Ooh, to now say. I really want that to. I just want the worst <laughs> to happen to these teams. <laughs> Obviously. When I say that, I'm not wishing injury on anyone. I I never wish injury on anyone. It's terrible. But I wouldn't mind, I don't know. Wouldn't mind seeing some like 15 to 14 games or I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to watch to be honest. And I just I just pray to my to, I just pray that the Dodgers don't win. I just don't want Manny to get one. That's all I have to say on that. Do you want to add anything about the series? Are you going to watch? No. <laughs> I think this might be the first year I legitimately just don't give a fuck about the World Series. Who, who? Usually I care, but I just don't care. Me too. Uh, who wins how many games? Boston and six. Do you give the Dodgers two? 
I mean, I figure they're going to see Kershaw a couple times. Uh, well, yeah. Assuming it goes six, they might see him three times, to be honest. Yeah. I, I could know. see it today. I could see it game three. I could see it game six. I give, I'll give Boston. I'll give, I'll give LA two. But Boston wins the series. Yeah, Boston's winning. Like I, <clears throat> I called it. I called it by All Star break when we we're talking about this. Boston's winning the series. Um, Joe Girardi is eyeing the Cubs manager spot. I thought he heard. He, I thought he. I heard the same thing, but I heard he's waiting for either one of the Chicago teams because he because he, he is an Illinois native. Is that what it is? Yeah, I saw something where he's like he's <laughs> he's literally waiting it out until one of the two spots. I'm just saying, vacant. I don't think Joe Madden's going anywhere anytime soon. He no. shouldn't. And I don't want Rick Renteria to go anywhere soon. I want him to see the sucker out. I don't know. Joe Girardi's a really good manager. Yeah. So. I mean, but I still, personally me, like if Rick Renteria has done a great job instilling this culture and everything during this rebuild, I want to see him when the team is good. I want him as the manager. He I don't, sells a lefty, isn't he? Yeah. Like, I don't want Rick, I don't want the team to get good and all of a sudden we're just like, all right, bye. I want I want him That's to fair. see this one through. And if we're, and if it's you the first. You think he will? <laughs> I think he will. At least okay. they're going to give him one season. Like once everybody's up, like once like once everybody's up and we're at least like somewhat contending, or at least competitive, and then yeah. we just like falter and everything. After one year of that, I think they're going to be like, "Okay, yeah, like we have everything where we need to be. We gave you and we're we're just going to cut ties here." I want Rick Renteria to be a part of the t- of the team's success in some form or fashion. That's fair. Um, looking at the betting odds, it looks like the Dodgers, the Dodgers are plus 154. Why are they not showing? Oh, the Sox. Sox are minus 174 favorites to win game one. I don't know about the series. There's a, if you're, I don't know if you're a betting man, 156 on Kershaw. I don't know. That'd be an interesting bet to make. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a betting man, though, especially in baseball. Anything can happen at any time. Let's talk about NFL because trade deadline comes up next, a week from today, a week from yesterday. Yep, and I have news as of earlier today. The Giants have traded Eli. Apple. Apple. (laughs) Adam Schefter was so good with that. Dude tweets, so the Giants are moving Eli, dot, 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 and then – actually puts out his actual report Eli Apple traded to the Saints oh that was perfect (laughs) that was perfect but this is interesting so the Saints were one of the top teams interested in Patrick Peterson yes so they surrendered a first round pick for Eli Apple correct no it was a fifth round okay thank god (laughs) thank god never go full Dallas Cowboys kids yeah, that was bad. I don't know how Gruden finessed the first round pick off of Amari Cooper. I saw but... a really funny picture, and it was like, y'all laughing until draft day, and it was picks one through 32, and they were all Oakland Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed really hard. Um, At this rate, where's the lie? For real, though. But, yeah, so, okay, what do you think this Eli Apple trade? Oh, a fourth and a seventh round pick. What, what was the fifth round that I saw? Was it a conditional? You know what? The fifth round was Jacksonville and Carlos Hyde. Oh. That's my bad. Uh, but anyway, do you think this impacts Peterson going to New Orleans? Absolutely not. Really? Absolutely not. Why? 
I still think. I mean, we 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 thought the same thing with the Rams when they got some of their some of their pieces on the defense, and we were just sat here sat here saying, "There's no way they can get better. How could they possibly go get better?" And they go get better. It was the same thing when they added uh not Eric Berry, uh, Marcus Peters. Where he's like, "Oh, that's such a good secondary. They don't need anybody else." Psych. Let's just go get Marcus Peters just because we fucking can. That's fair. Honestly. I do. I honestly do think that the Saints, I don't think that they've closed the door on it. Uh, do I think it might hurt their chances a little bit? A tad bit, yeah, because then you have to try to figure out personnel schemes. you got to figure out how you're going to move everyone around. Can one drift back to safety? I personally think Patrick Peterson would make a mean free safety, uh, potentially, or, yes. even, or even a strong safety. Yes. So I don't think you could go wrong there, or even you just shift one of your other guys at a safety position, in a, in a, or a, in some form of like Nickelback, right? Uh, for, uh, scheme, but no, I. As long as the New Orleans Saints still have those top three picks, and as long as they still have a desire to get that defense better, I they're still in the running for me. Now I do think that other teams are going to look at the Saints and be like, oh, they got their cornerback. Let's just go full speed ahead. We got to make this. We got to make this straight now. I think other teams think they're dead. They're dead in the water, and think they aren't going to make a move because of it. I don't think the Saints are. I think they're still going to make a push. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Patrick Peterson still does go to the Saints. In all honesty, I also don't know how much we should really read into that. Peterson wants to go to the Saints thing because I mean, yeah, it was somebody in his inner circle, it was his family, but we it was his cousin. It was his cousin, yeah. But we all know people in the family with. We it, also, it's we, also known that it's not up to him. Exactly. It's it's not it's not up to Peterson. Exactly. And even if it was, we all know that re- relatives of certain athletes and everything, they say the dumbest of shit sometimes. And they're like, oh yeah, he wants to go here. Absolutely. We want to go. We want to do this, and we want to do the that. Media and blows it up. Right. And then the athlete's just like, shit, I'll go wherever I get a job, wherever's the best opportunity to win. Right. It just so happens that team is in that general, is under that umbrella, but I'm not looking strictly at that team. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wrong Eli gets traded. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Eli. That's what the headline is on, on Bleacher Report. <laughs> Wrong Eli. Gets... That, that's really That's funny. mean. Uh, let's talk about the Oakland Raiders for a second, because they're kind of a mess. <laughs> uh, yeah, did you see the report on Derek Carr? Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. So first, yes, uh, Tuesday, I guess, I, I guess we could say yesterday, because it did, yeah, yesterday on the podcast, we talked about, uh, we talked, where we broke Amari Cooper, like it happened while we were recording, Amari Cooper got traded to the Cowboys for a first round pick. I still think that's stupid on the Cowboys part. Amari Cooper is very talented. And I, I do agree. Who was it? I was talking to, don't remember, but they said that they would always take proven talent over draft picks because it's unproven talent. So I do get that. But Amari Cooper hasn't proven too much. <laughs> He's proven to have talent, but he hasn't proven to use that talent to his full potential. So it's interesting. I don't know. Cowboys. I don't know if they should have given up a first round pick because I think that's a little too much. But Interesting. Now, the interesting part about that trade, afterwards in a press conference, John Gruden said, quote, we are not trading anyone else. Now, I initially said bullshit, (laughs) but then I saw that Marshawn Lynch was on IR. Yeah, that was, yeah, I saw that. Part. I was like, "Well, there goes, there goes the next big trade piece." Tra- can't trade someone who's hurt. Nope. So, 
But <laughs> so but. then I was like, so then I was like, okay, they're not going to trade him. Probably won't trade anyone because, like I said, I was thinking Derek Harp might not go until the off season. However, however, <laughs> Derek Carr, Derek Carr has apparently a quote fractured relationship with the Raiders and the locker room and the rest of the players, which is not good. Um, this is all stemming from the London game two weeks ago before their bye week when when you can clearly see in a video Derek Carr crying on the field <laughs> during a play or after a play, I should say. Now, this isn't good because obviously you don't want a fractured relationship any position, any player on the team. Mm -hmm. You really don't want your quarterback to be you, you, you Your quarterback needs to have some part of respect from the rest of the team. And when, <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he has that respect that he's needed that he needs for a quarterback position. I just want to know what led him. I mean, he's been sacked a billion times. So what? Where was where what caused the tears this time? Yeah. Now I also do think that Gruden plays a role in this, but I also think that Gruden is slowly entering like the Phil Jackson echelon of my mind, where anything that anything that goes wrong is was Phil Jackson's fault towards the end of his coaching career. That's where I'm kind of at at with John Gruden, where anything he anything that wrong that happens is John Gruden's fault. But yeah, no, I don't. It's kind of hard to trot your quarterback out there. If the team just thinks it, essentially thinks he's a big puss, you know. Apparently, he injured his arm on the play. Okay, so they're mad at him because he hurt his arm, and it must have hurt like hell. Showed what looked like him crying after being sacked and injuring his arm. That's per Marcus Thompson of the Athletic. But, but. but. He's he, he's he's toughing he's toughing the injury out. Ooh, and okay, but it also I mean it's it's the crying thing, but apparently another quote confidence in him has waned. Oh, as a quarterback, I think they need to trade him. They don't have a choice. I think they should too. They don't have a choice if the team doesn't believe in him. Why are you gonna? He's essentially a lame duck quarterback now. The Raiders just need to rebuild at this point. Honestly, after trading, if you keep Mac Cooper and Carr and keep Marshawn Lynch healthy, you have a good possible playoff team. I mean, even if Marshawn Lynch is still hurt and you have the other three, exactly, you're fine. You keep Khalil Mack, you're probably gonna be a playoff team. I thought I, I on, correct me if I'm wrong, but the precedent was set for rebuild the moment they got rid of Khalil Mack. Yes, so that's why I think they should get rid of Carr because there are a couple teams out there that are looking for quarterbacks. I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants were interested. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, obviously, I would love to see him there. Uh, I would say the 49ers, but I don't think they're in for a rental player. I think they're going to ride CJ Beathard. Um, I don't know that at least those two teams, I could see someone else trying, you know, maybe the bills there's teams out there that would want him. That would probably like, especially the Jaguars and the giants, they have pieces that they can move and draft picks that they can give away for a quarterback. And they'd be willing to give up a lot for a quarterback. 
I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Derek Carr moved within a week. I, I think he has to, honestly. You don't. But at the same time, I kind of believe them that they're not going to trade anyone else. They're in a lose lose situation here. Not necessarily. Oh, they're and on one end, I think they win if they trade him. Gruden's in for a rebuild. Gruden wants his yes. own team. Who's there. their backup right now? Matt Moore? No, maybe. No. AJ McCarron. That's right. Who Gruden? Oh my God, he's gonna get traded. Who Gruden traded for? Oh my God, Carr's gonna get. If Carr doesn't get traded, he's gonna get benched eventually. Yeah. God, I forgot AJ McCarron. Put it this way: if they, I say it's a lose lose situation because if if they trade him, then, you know, they. I mean, yeah, they're rebuilding, but it. I don't know why they waited this long to do so when everyone knew so they were going to do it during the Khalil Mack thing. So they honestly could have gotten peak value. I don't know. In the beginning of I the mean, season, a lot of team. I, I would wait till the trade deadline too, because teams then, with a deadline, creates panic, creates overpaying, or over, you know, over, overpaying, over trading for someone. That makes sense. But then on the opposite side, they obviously lose if they keep him, because he just can't be on the roster right now. No, if they if they be- don't trust because- him, if they don't respect him, right? He's essentially a lame duck quarterback, and even mm-hmm. if they bench him, still having him. Just still knowing that he at one point was the face of the face of the franchise, and knowing that if AJ McCarron screws up, he's going to be the first one trotted out there. That's just going to cause more disarray. They have no choice but to get rid of him. Now it's just a matter of who who's the highest bidder. And if I'm Jacksonville, I am calling him up. I'm calling Gruden up right now. But that's just me. <laughs> Oh, crazy fan theories or crazy fan takes on Twitter. According to someone, according to this person's friend, Ben, Gruden is is presumably tearing apart the Raiders as payback for trading him to Tampa Bay in 2001. That's a fan theory that's going around right now. Also, in the text message, it says it will be four picks. It will be four. It will be four picks, car to Jacksonville for two number ones, 19 and 20. Interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing that at all. But anyway, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's a lose-lose. I think if <laughs> Gruden gets a win because he gets a first round with Amari, Cowboys lose because they gave up a first round. Winner, Martavius Murray. Or Mar- Martavis Bryant, I mean. Anyway... <laughs> Uh no, I think if they trade him away, it's a win, because then Gruden gets the he gets to use AJ McCarron, who he traded for, gets more draft picks, gets maybe another player for a piece. I think this is what Gruden wants. You know, maybe not necessarily for the Raiders, it's a win. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, the team is Gruden at this point. He has all the power, and they owe him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's it's. It's Gruden. They basically gave him. They might as well just give him a damn near minority ownership stake at this rate. Doing a rebuild going into a new city might not be a bad idea either. No. So, but it was much more appealing when they were looked competitive going into moving to that new city. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, I'm going to. We're going to move on to the Packers. I'm going to give you five rumored trades that the Packers are interested in. You're you're trying to 
you're you're trying to completely kill all hope of the Bears making the I mean, yes, I am. Me. I figured. <laughs> no, I just want you to tell me how realistic you think each trade is and and then at the end which one you think which one specifically is the one if they can only make one which one you think they should make to make the team better okay assuming that all the trades that you're about to read they can like they can make they can yes. go through it okay okay cool let's do so it so the first one yeah they pick one player from Arizona who the hell what do you mean one player from Arizona the the, the article gives three people i don't think they mean to get all three people who are the three? So Chandler Jones, Ooh. edge rusher. Yeah. Dwayne Buchanan. Okay. Or yeah. Hassan Riddick, linebacker. All right. So, yeah, that's the first one. For me, I would say Chandler Jones, personally. I agree, especially with the loss of... Uh, Wilkerson. Wilkerson, thank you. Uh but I wouldn't mind Dwayne Buchanan because he's very much a nickel I mean, guy. You can't go wrong with any of them. But if you're asking me which of the three, I've I'm never taking heard of Hassan Riddick. Neither have I. <laughs> but. So I would take either two of the ones that I know. But if you're asking me, I'll be like Chandler Jones. Give him here right now. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think he could give that Khalil Mack effect. To Buchanan the Buchanan works because he can play. He can play middle linebacker. He can play safety, and he can be like that nickel guy who can the play both. hell put. Uh, Julius, Pe- not Julius Peppers. Uh, Jabril, the d- the dude from Michigan who went to Cleveland. Jabril Peppers. Jabril, who the hell put Jabril Peppers on the Cardinals? This Dwayne Buchanan guy is really. He started at safety, and, and then he moved to a linebacker. He, yes. So he can cover, and he can knock the hell out of somebody. Mad respect to that guy. Seriously. Like All right. The next trade, potential. Jerry Hughes from Buffalo. Enlighten me on who this. Jerry Hughes has been incredibly productive for the struggling Bills. They're obviously not a serious contender, so recouping a mid-round pick for Hughes uh, to help accelerate their rebuild. He's an edge guy. Okay. He's a pass rusher. Are all these people people on the defense? No. Okay. (laughs) Majority, yes. All right. (laughs) (laughs) There's one player, and I'm pretty sure you could guess who it is. Oh, I think I do. But, yeah, so Jerry Hughes, he's a younger guy for Buffalo, and like, like the article says, he has been balling out on that defense. He has really good stats for a team that isn't doing good. And he's an edge guy, which we kind of need, especially because Clay Matthews – the end of the article literally says, Hughes would provide an immediate upgrade over Nick Perry and Clay Matthews. And I like Nick Perry. I'm very high on Nick Perry. So, I don't know, moving Clay back to the middle could help. We'll see. The other, The next one, speaking of the Oakland Raiders – Safety, Carl Joseph. Versatile player who can play either safety position or even corner if they need him to. I like that. I like I like, I like. like that idea. I like that. This is uh, Joseph. Safeties tend to take a little bit longer to develop, uh, but Joseph is certainly the type of risk that the Packers can afford. That one's an interesting one. I like that one. Now, the next two, <laughs> I, won't need to, I won't need to tell you the players. The first one we talked about a little bit yesterday. Another Arizona player. Mm-hmm. Patrick Peterson. Because like you said, he could play safety, which the Packers desperately need, but he could also be the top corner guy while our Move younger Jair guys... Move Alexander to safety. No. He can play both. Move Josh Jackson. Or Kevin King. Nah. Yeah. 
Maybe. He's a big guy. That could work. We have a lot of guys who can move. Yeah. I honestly... There's a lot of interchangeable pieces in that secondary. I honestly think Josh Jones is our answer. Josh Jones? Josh Jackson? Nope. Josh Jones. Josh Jones. Yeah. He was our first round last year. Okay. He's a second year player. Safety. I still think he's the answer at safety. He needs more playing time there. But... Um... Yeah, so even this article says uh, uh, it would be a fun, or it's fun to dream how elite the secondary could be by moving, oh, Tremont to safety full-time, because apparently he's been playing safety part-time. Moving Tremont to safety full-time. And line up Peterson with Alexander, Jackson, King, and Brashad Breland. It's a dangerous secondary. And And doesn't even mention the other safety. Haha, Clinton. <laughs> Who would definitely be going bye bye if that trade was made? You think we'd trade Clinton? No. Did you not remember that when when we were talking about how he thinks that he's not going to be back as a oh. Packer next year? If they pull the trade for mm. for Patrick Peterson, he is not coming back. I see what you mean. He is not coming back next That's year. That's fair. <clears throat> but I wouldn't mind Patrick Peterson in in exchange. Uh, would anyone? Fair point. The the final trade, and I'm sure you can guess who it is. Oh yeah, offensive player. Oh yeah, Le'Veon Bell. Your watch is ringing. Yeah, I know. Okay, or your watch is telling you that your phone yes. is ringing. We're gonna ignore that because <laughs> it's work. <laughs> I'll call him after the podcast. So this this trade actually. It, it literally says, this is probably the craziest of my trade ideas. How about acquiring Bell for Aaron Jones and a third-round pick? That would give the Steelers Aaron Jones and a new pick, so they now have Jones and Connor, who can be their uh, two-back system, two, yeah. which would be perfect. Yeah, And that would give the Packers a legit offensive weapon that would help even if Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Assuming they can obviously re-sign him, and this isn't a rental. I think for Jones in a third round, that could be a rental. I don't think they should. I was going to say, do you want my honest opinion on that if that were the case? Right. I don't think they should, but I think that's a realistic thing. Because that's not too much to give up. Yeah, it is, in my opinion. Because, <clears throat> I think... Okay, the third round, I could, the third round, I could live with them trading. Right. If you trade Aaron Jones... Right. And you get back Le'Veon Bell, you trade Aaron Jones in that third round pick for Le'Veon Bell... In my mind, you need to throw a blank check at Le'Veon Bell because if Le'Veon Bell walks, you got rid of a running back who many, myself included, believes can be, should be, the feature starting running back for your team Yes, for an all-pro running back who was only there for an X amount of games, especially if it doesn't work out if they don't even make it slash win the Super Bowl. Right. That's why I don't like that. There's also not a guarantee that Aaron Jones stays. How many years are on his deal? Probably. This is, he's a second-year player. He's probably on a short rookie contract. He might only have two years left. That's more team control than having none with Le'Veon Bell. I know, but the Packers don't necessarily always keep people. So I, no one is safe on a Green Bay Packers team except for Aaron Rodgers. No, which, is, which, which I'm not saying you're wrong, which right. I completely agree with, but I'm just saying... I would much rather 
Because the fact that they're starting to figure out that, oh, yeah, Aaron Jones can actually run the football. Right. No shit, Sherlock. But Which is why this trade works so well, because other teams see that too. Yeah, it works if Le'Veon Bell signs okay. past this season. I was just going to ask that. If he's if if Le'Veon Bell re-signs with the Packers, yeah. do the damn deal. There you go. If okay. it's essentially a rental, don't do it. That's fair. Because what? They're going to throw like, oh, we don't have a running back anymore. Bell left. Hey, Ty, you want to play running back again? No, we saw how well that worked. Right. Okay. Assuming every one of these trades re-signs with the Packers. Yeah. So so run run me through the first three, because I remember the Peterson <laughs> and the Bell one. Run me through the uh, The first one was Chandler Jones. Yeah. Was Jones, Riddick, and... Buchanan. Buchanan. Jerry Hughes from Buffalo. The second one was Jerry Hughes from Buffalo. And Carl Joseph. And then Carl Joseph from, from Oakland. Oakland. Okay. If, if that player were to re-sign for a couple Doesn't of years... Doesn't Patrick Peterson have a boatload of years on his contract because then he signed That's a, a fat question. one a I'll while look. ago patrick i'm pretty sure out of everyone on this i think out of out of everyone in this these scenarios jones and peterson have longer team control i think so um he signed a five-year deal worth 70 million in come on when did he sign? He is a free agent. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2021. So he would. So if we were to trade for Patrick Peterson, we would have him for two seasons, two more seasons after this. Cool with me. So, so yeah, knowing not that. Cool with me. Bears fan, knowing but. that, assuming we would re-sign Bell and sign Jerry Hughes and sign Carl Joseph or Chandler Jones, Dwayne Buchanan. Who out of those would, if you had to pick one of them, would be the best choice for the Green Bay Packers? Knowing that they would have team control past the season. I'm split between the last two. Me too. <laughs> because Patrick Peterson, you get for two more years, yeah. But two what if years. You get Le'Veon Bell. Right. And you can sign him for longer than two years. Like you're in control of how long you want him. Just think like, of that offense. And I mean, and if they get Le'Veon Bell, they have they have enough versatility with the pieces they have in their secondary to fix it in house if they really wanted to. Yes, exactly. That's the thing. That's adding Patrick Peterson just becomes the world's greatest luxury at that point. That's the thing that I'm stuck with. So I believe we have the pieces on defense. They just need to develop a little more. Right. So- I all, but I also think we have the piece at running back. But I see I, that's the thing. I think Jari Alexander or Josh Jones has the potential to be, maybe not, maybe not Patrick Peterson necessarily, but close to the level. Oh, of that, Patrick oh, Peterson. they're definitely going to be upper echelon corners, especially Josh Jackson. I like him a lot. For that's my opinion for Jari Alexander right. personally. So I, I would lean towards Le'Veon Bell. If if you were to re-sign him, I would lean towards Le'Veon. Only because that just, that takes so much pressure off of Aaron on that offense, and it makes the offense so much better. Because defenses right now play the run, or play the pass. I mean, like Aaron Aaron's getting sacked and he's getting pressure. But if you have Le'Veon Bell, who a is going to run the ball really well, so that's going to take pressure off in itself. You have to leave a guy back to you, you have to play. You have to respect the run, and it's also going to be a checkdown option for Aaron too. So he's not going to be able. He's not going to have to take so many hits. So to me, protecting Aaron is like number one priority. Yeah, 
And then he's a good pass catching back, which exactly. as if Aaron needs another weapon. I mean, for me, it's Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Graham, Devontae Adams, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Bell. For me, the Bell the Bell trade makes the most sense to me because now I'm and I'm. It probably is just going to sound an echo for everyone listening, but I I too believe that the Packers have enough pieces in house to figure out the secondary problem. And yeah, if, and if there's somebody in free agency that they can go get like a bargain bin guy, then <laughs> snag him. Bargain. But for me, I would say Le'Veon Bell because you can sign him for longer than two years. One, and two. The defense, I think, is already getting a little bit better, especially with Mike Patton as the D coordinator. You, But the biggest thing for me is maximize that offense while A-Rod is still your quarterback. Yes. So it just it's a no-brainer for me, Le'Veon Bell, if they can, if they can do that. <clears throat> they can pull that off. I'm just saying pull it, do it, do it. The only caveat being Le'Veon Bell has to resign. Yes. If he doesn't. In my opinion, it is the stupidest trade they could have done because they mortgaged their present for the future. Or they, or they, or they mortgaged their future for the present, essentially. That's what I meant to say. The Philadelphia Eagles are reaching out to Arizona for Patrick Peterson. In, okay. Just saying. Okay. Uh, Miami is interested in Patrick Peterson. Sending Devontae Parker also. Interesting. All right. I don't know why you would give up Devontae Parker. I mean, it gives it gives Josh Rosen a damn good wide receiver. Fact. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to look up other rumors right now, but that's all I'm finding. Just a lot of, just a lot of Patrick Peterson, and Le'Veon Bell. All right, we're gonna shift gears now to the world. Of professional wrestling. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. Yeah. So the first thing I want to talk about, and we're gonna we're gonna hit the we're gonna hit a sad note real quick, because uh, this hit me pretty hard yesterday. Oh, and, dude, same. Uh, and I can't imagine what it felt like, you know, for you and Tyler being actual fans of him, <laughs> because I Roman Reigns last night on Monday Night Raw announced well two nights ago for you guys announced at the top of the show that uh he for the past 11 years has been battling leukemia and he was in and was in he was right as early as 20 2008 i believe right he beat it uh, back you know around 2008 i think is the timetable um and then started his uh comp his thing in wwe you know they were the team that reached out to him and gave him a home and gave him something to do. And he announced on that on this episode of Raw during this promo that the leukemia has returned and he needs to he needs to fight it again. So he relinquished the Universal Championship and he is now taking an indefinite amount of time off to go fight this cancer. Um <clears throat> Oh man. Like I said, I am and like I've been saying, I'm not a fan of Roman Reigns. I'm not a fan of how WWE have handled him or the char- or how they write the character. I hate how his character became a black hole for everything on Monday Night Raw and how everything just got sucked up and they didn't care about any other storyline except for what was going on with Roman. 
They turned people heel. They dropped championships. They kept championship. So many different things. They the Shield brought down Reigns and Am- Ambrose or Rollins and Ambrose, all to get Roman over. But you have to put that kind of si- that stuff aside because it's not Roman Reigns. It's Joe, and Joe is going through something very serious right now, and it's it's just incredibly incredibly heartbreaking. Um, the stats I've heard on leukemia the first time around, it's 50, 50, uh, as far as a chance of survival and beating it. And the second time around your chances go down very drastically. Um, <clears throat> so this, this could be a very, I mean, it is a very serious issue. Roman, uh, towards the end of the promo said that this is not a retirement speech and that he will be back and he will be back to defending his title and everything but yeah roman reigns is stepping away from wwe what were your initial (laughs) reactions uh yeah so i was not watching raw at this point um and then i got the notification on my phone from bleach report and i was i had to double take i like turned off my phone turned it back on again did it again you know, I'm I'm just like, there's no fucking way. I was like, there's no fucking way. Like this this world can be so damn cruel to the least deserving people on this planet. And I know it's all part of the big man's plans, you know, upstairs and everything. But on like honestly, I'm like reading through everything and I started like tearing. I was like like as a fan, yeah. As a fan, I'm just like, fuck, you know, because I like I love the guy, right? You know, so it was heartbreaking in that regard, and then it was heartbreaking because like I've, I've seen what cancer can do to a family. It's happened to me, like in my family, not to right. not not to me. Let me specify. I've had it happen with friends as well too. So I have I have been, I'm no stranger to, the effects like the social effects and the family and everything effects of cancer, but like, it's just not fair. It just really isn't fair, man. Um, I believe he can fight it. Honestly, I honestly do believe he can fight it. I do believe that he'll come out victorious of this. Mm -hmm. I think he'll give it a a good old Superman punch. I think he'll give it a good old spear. And then with, and then he'll have like a, a power bomb times a billion because it has so many people rooting for him on this one. Give it a good old shield power bomb, but fuck, man, like it, it's just not fair. Like life is just not fucking fair at times, and it always happens to the people who are the least deserving. But I mean, my parents go out to Joe and Noai and had his entire family, and you knew it was so you knew it hit a lot of people. Like Rollins was inconsolable on the stage. Dean did a much better job of holding it in, but he was still emotional. Do you see the way that uh, Dean just buried his head into Roman's shoulder? Yep. He. Yeah, Dean was crushed. Rollins, I Rollins, I what just. And, and then, the, the, and, then he, and then the behind the scenes video that WWE that's did, what like I was just everybody bring up. was like around him and everything. You know, mm-hmm. the entire women's division just gave him a massive hug. The part that made it real for me. Mm-hmm was <laughs> Braun Strowman. Yeah. Braun Strowman embraced Roman and said into his ear while they were hugging, he said, 
anything you need, you let me know. And to see, I'm, obviously, I'm a wrestling fan, and obviously, I'm, I'm a very big behind-the-scenes guy. Mm-hmm. I know it's not real, <laughs> obviously. And, like, I know that these people ride together. They're all friends. Right. I mean, they travel all across the country, the right. world even. But no, seeing, hardly no days off. But seeing two guys that feud together, seeing that, ring, seeing that right, in the ring, they feud in storyline together, seeing them embrace and and seeing a at the time heel Braun Strowman uh embrace him and just be totally out of character um the other parts that made it real for me were on Twitter Becky Lynch out of character she people there was three people who are always you know 24 7 in in character heels Becky Lynch who tweeted at Roman Tama Tonga yeah who's who in character is usually against Roman because he's compared to Roman because they look alike, which is fine. And it's part of his character that he's against Roman, but he, he even came out and said stuff. And then the one that really got me is Tomasa Champa. Yeah. Champa posted a picture of the three shield of the shield at the top of the ramp mm-hmm. and just put three black hearts. I, that one killed me. And, and, I mean, it's re- it was really nice to see the whole wrestling community because I saw it. You know, Cody Rhodes was tweeting, New Japan. I think new. I think the New Japan account itself. Yeah, I'm pretty acknowledged sure. Acknowledged it. Japan. People from everywhere were were, you know, w- giving their best wishes to Roman. Everyone in the company. Paul Heyman was backstage hugging him. Yeah. Jason Jordan was there really weirdly. Bobby Lashley, like all these guys. And just seeing a wrestling community come together and is really good. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Very unfortunate. Now, I WWE handled this very well. Because I don't know if you... I don't know how much of the segment you watched. But while Roman was coming to the ring, Michael Cole and Corey and, and Renee, the commentary team, were plugging Crown Jewel. And they were saying Roman's going to defend his title in over a week's time in a triple threat match mm-hmm. at Crown Jewel. The, the, the their social media accounts were doing so as well. Right. Like everyone's just like, he's going to be there. No, and but like that's what I'm saying. As he's walking to the ring to cut this promo, mm-hmm. Michael Cole was saying he's going to defend his title. I don't think they told anyone. And no, and rumors, I honestly don't think they. And did. rumors uh, back that up because the rumors are. Creative was told that Roman Reigns is injured and that they will be updated when Roman updates everyone else in his promo. And then Creative had to change their plans. On the fly. On the fly, literally after that promo happened. So, and you could, they showed the commentary team afterwards. Renee and Corey were just, were visibly shaken. Like, Renee specifically, because. That's like, that's his, that's her husband's. Exactly, best, one of his best friends, and, yeah. and they and that part made it real for me too because Renee actually acknowledged Dean as her husband, which they don't do on TV. No, they don't. And they said they've been riding together for the last six years and all this stuff. So, and I, I honestly think that that part. I, I'm glad they did it that way. It brought out a lot of raw, raw emotions, 
And then, so I really love the way they handled this whole situation. Mm -hmm. They let off the show with it. Perfect. They made it real. Michael Cole pulled back the curtain. He was like, hey, you know, we entertain you guys. That's our job. We're an entertainment business. But here's what's happening. This is a real situation. That's Joe. We're all really close friends with him. Blah, blah, blah. That was really good. Then, to switch gears from that, they had Finn Balor come out. He was the very first person to come out after that to start his match with Bobby Lashley. Mm -hmm. And it was a really good tone setter because Finn Balor is obviously a fan favorite. He's a guy that can pump up a crowd. It was perfect. Then later in the night, <laughs> they handled this even better because the balls on WWE to on the creative team, Vince says, hey, our top champion who is involved in every major storyline on our, on our show, he's going to be out for a long time. Run with this. <laughs> the balls on the creative team to say, all right, Ambrose is turning heel tonight. That's just incredible. And you can, I, I would assume that they got Roman's okay with this. I would they had that, to have. They had to have gotten all three of their okays with this, given how yes. vi given how visibly distraught Ambrose and Rollins were. See, and that's the thing. They had to. Run they were this making by their, all three when they were making their entrance. <laughs> Ambrose looked like upset still, which obviously he, I think he was supposed to. But like, just imagine the pressure that one of your best friends just just told the world that he is battling cancer again. And now you have to come out and you have to turn heel. Right, you have to portray, you have to put you, you have, have to, to win a championship match. And you have to portray being a bad guy. And then you have to portray turning on your other best friend. Right. And th <sighs> and think about it. Like they could have easily kept Rollins and Ambrose intact to try to keep the whole we're doing this for Roman. We're still the shield. We're doing this yeah. for Roman. Or they could have at least put this back a week. They honestly could have. Put the balls they on them. They like 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 we like I was talking we were talking about before the show. Every single time that WWE is forced to go in a hard reset, and and this was like confirmed to me when Daniel Bryan had that abrupt retirement, every time they have to go into an abrupt hard reset, that is when, for better or for worse, and unfortunately, it I, like I'll go on I'll, on another day. I'll get into why I don't get why it takes a hard reset in real life situations for creative to just right. dish out this these masterpieces of storylines. Because this was fantastic. Right. Yeah. So, but that's another day for another time. Another argument for another day and another time. The fact that every damn time a hard reboot is just like, everyone in the back is like, well, shit, what do we do? They execute everything so damn perfectly. Yeah. Not just the week or the show of... But the next following weeks after, because there's still such strong ramifications leading to that, like the next three, like the next few, uh, what he, uh, he was on SmackDown. Brian was on SmackDown or Raw when he announced the retirement. He announced his retirement on Raw, and then like the next night, Shane announced that he was right. the general manager. So I mean, SmackDown got. I think SmackDown got same thing with Paige. Yeah, like SmackDown was insane mm -hmm. for the next few weeks because it was just direct, directly piggybacking right. off of that. The, when it happened with Paige, it was nuts on Raw mm -hmm. and SmackDown because of the ramifications of that and yeah. the fact that it was still post-Mania, so there's still the fallout from Mania. Oh, God, that happened post-Mania. So, so, th so there was all that, too. So WWE had, had they were like, oh, yeah, we have post-Mania fallout. This is always great. Creative always seems to be on their P's and Q's for that. 
oh shit, we now know Paige isn't going to wrestle. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Now, I was telling you before the show, I was so mad at myself for missing Raw last night because yeah. from the videos I saw, from the recap I read, this was <clears> the. <throat> if I had watched this, I would have been like, this is the best damn Raw 2018 yes. that I've ever seen. Because, and I talk about it in my actual Raw review. You guys can go on the YouTube channel for that. Um, but this, the the heel turn was perfect. They're telling, we assume, and me, me and a bunch of other people on the internet are assuming that they're telling the story. Every time the Shield get back together, someone gets hurt. Last year they got back together. Roman got hurt right when Roman got back to, or right when Roman got healthy again. Dean got hurt and has been out for a long time. Now Dean's back, and now Roman's obviously dealing with this. The story that we think is being told is Dean is pissed at Seth because Seth cost them those three years. Seth was the one that turned on them. Seth was the one that broke up the shield and the shield didn't have those prime years and now they keep trying to get back together and they keep trying to make that right and it doesn't work and it's all seth's fault and even seth even though he's reconciled with that he's made up and they've tried to get back together he's accepted he basically accepted that punishment last night like a couple times he was like yeah i get it i understand and dean Playing this perfectly. Oh wait, so there was there was actual like, conversation about this. Dean and... hit the dirty the first dirty deeds. No, I meant like like the dean like fit, like yeah like, verbally like say like you cost me like you cost us this See, whole thing. And that's I'll get to that because I didn't because the if, first if, dirty deeds he hits, he looks surprised. He looks shocked. He was like, "What the fuck did I just do? Did I really just do that?" And Michael Cole played it perfectly on commentary. He was like, "Not tonight. You can't do that. To, like just not today." And they played it perfect. And D- Dean was like, shit, I did this. You know what? Got to go through with it. And he just beat the living hell out of Seth. There were times. And then right before, right before the, the second Dirty Deeds on the exposed floor, Dean has Seth in the Dirty Deeds position. And he's literally just talking. And he just, he, he, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he says something along the lines of, you made me do this. You're the reason all of this is happening. Oh, so he said this while doing the... And f- and it makes me think, because yes, he could be talking to Seth, but is he talking to himself? Are they playing into the lunatic angle, where he's hearing voices in his head to take things from Randy Orton? Was he actually talking to himself? Was there is there a split personality in Dean that made him turn last night? I, it's so good. And the biggest thing that no one's talking about, because this storyline is so good, Dean and Seth are the tag team champions. <laughs> and Seth is a double champ. Seth has now been a double champion with the WWE in Uni- or United States at one point, and now he has the tag team and IC belt. Seth is the fucking legend. But WWE, my main point here, WWE played this perfectly, and they're very good with their backs against the wall. And yes, we we here at First Round KO uh, send out our best wishes to Roman Reigns for a speedy recovery. Now, to end the show, WWE Evolution is this weekend. Get out of here. I would just like to specify that KO here told me about this idea that he had for Evolution. 
after the show we recorded for yeah. Monday, and my first thought was, let's just fucking go. I'm ready. <clears throat> like, I so, love these things because we I, love these videos. I have, courtesy of Russell Talk, support Russell Talk. Give them a subscribe. <laughs> courtesy of Russell Talk, I have eight rumors for WWE Evolution this weekend. Connor has not seen these. I think he might have heard a couple of them. But I don't I, honestly I've done such a good job of avoiding it just because I've been good. watching other things. I think I might have said one of them, but that's okay. Okay. I am going to say the rumor and I want you to give an immediate reaction. Immediate reaction. Chances of it happening and if you want it to happen. Chances like scale of you want to go when we go scale of one scale to 10. Scale of 1 to 10 okay. if you think it'll actually one happen. 1 being not a chance in hell, yes. 10 being 1 it's... being no chance in hell. <laughs> Thank you. 10 being Yes. Yeah. Uh, or 10. Or yes. Yes. Anyway. Immediate, uh, yeah. Yes. So, immediate reaction, rating, uh, or is it going to happen? Yep. And then, what was the other one? <laughs> I don't know. Just, it was immediate reaction, chances of it happening. Oh, yeah. And do I want it to happen? Yes. Yep. There it is. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's do it. <clears throat> the first rumor. I'm ready. There's, there's eight, right? There's eight. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's go. Women's tag titles. Immediate reaction. Worst kept secret ever. They conveniently made every woman on the roster have a tag partner. But they haven't announced them yet. No. Stephanie has outright said that the belts won't be debuting at Evolution. Yeah. But isn't that the perfect way to hide the fact that they are debuting at Evolution? Yeah, but they haven't really announced any matches or anything. They announced for that. six matches, and that what? There's so there's a tag team with Trish and Lita. There's so, a six. There's a six woman tag match, which is so yeah. WWE in the women's division. So there's three title matches. Yeah, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. There is the six man, six woman. Sorry, which is so women's division in yep. WWE, and it's terrible. Honestly. Uh, Let's just cram. Let's just cram all the women that we don't know what to do with in a tag match. Speaking of battle royal, don't get me started <laughs> on that. And don't forget the May Young, the, the May Young finale. The fin- the yes, the finale of the, the May Young classic. classic. There's also, and actually, we'll get into that because that plays into another rumor. So yes, those are the announced six matches. Now there are rumors that obviously Stephanie has come out and said that. Belts will not be debuting, but like I said, that could just they could be, win that could on be a the show and that could be just a debut the actual belts on Raw that SmackDown. Too. So there's a workaround to this. There is a workaround to that. So why do I see eight? I feel like there's got to be more matches added, right? Is there going to be a pre-show? What's the eight one here? There's an eight. Rhea one? Ripley versus. Oh, that's. Oh, single match for the NXT UK women's title. They added it? Oh, yes. I love NXT that... UK. I'm starting to get into that. Okay. Here's the only thing with that. NXT UK only started playing the last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. And they have apparently 18 weeks recorded already. How do you crown a champion right now and then go on and play 15 more weeks of TV without that person having the title belt? Beats me, man. I don't think they can do a title. Probably not. I don't. That hasn't been officially announced. That's just on Wikipedia. Well, it's also Wikipedia, so don't what take. What match did I figure about, or forget about? So don't. 
I don't think we forgot about a match. No. I think we just miscounted. Seven matches. All right. So, anyways, anyway. uh, immediate reaction. Tag Duh. Team. This is like the right. worst kept secret. S- likelihood of it happening: seven, seven to eight. Right. Like, like high seven, mild eight. Right. Do I want it to happen? I'm kind of lukewarm on it. <laughs> okay. Like I'm not gonna say no, but I also. Just, you know, it's more yes than no. No, because I think that again, this kind of goes like, oh, let's, like, if, like we need we if we have just this, uh, it's like their ultimate fallback, where it's just like, oh, we we have all these women in the women's revolution, and we don't know what to do with them. Let's make okay. a tag division, which is like the ultimate safeguard, not even the safeguard, it's the ultimate like stowaway clause for any superstar on the roster. It's like they have no direction. Let's throw them in a tag team. See where it gets them. That's fair. It worked for the B team, um, so yeah. so I mean, it worked. It worked for Slater and Rhino for a minute. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I, I would like to see this happen. All right. Anything to see the Iconics, Iconics. with a, with a belt on around their waists. By Rumor. the way, they, wait, by the way, they have a video with finally with up up I up, saw up down down, which I, I haven't it. watched yet. I haven't watched it. Yet. Neither have I. Rumor number seven. That was new, rumor number eight. Rumor number seven, because we're going down in order. Oh, is number one be like the hottest rumor, I yes. guess? Okay. Oh, boy. Yes. All right. Number seven. More legends. <laughs> then no shit. <laughs> more legends than are already announced. Like competing or showing up or making, or like, like I mean, like yes. competing or just cameo competing. appearances. Competing. Competing. Is there like a mix of both? Like some are just making cameo appearances and others just competing? Or uh, what's the rumor? You got to explain this one for me. Four days ago, new participants for the Battle Royal were announced. And this includes uh, Medusa, but she is not. Oh, Alundra Blaze was her WWE name. So that's she's a Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. Alundra Blaze. Um, I don't remember. Alundra Blaze? Are you? She's. But she. I mean. I mean this with all sincerity. Is she in any physical shape to do to perform? Apparently, because she was on the pre-show a few like a, a while ago for something, and I was just name? like, I'm not sure if she has it. But all right, I think I don't know who this is. Her real name is Lisa Moretti. Who the hell is Lisa Moretti? She's a Hall of Famer. Hang on, I'm struggling. Yeah, you look it up. I'm struggling to remember. Ah, hang on, Lisa Moretti. WWE is that I'm. Mm, it's on the tip of my tongue now. Ivory, Ivory, thank you. Yes, Ivory. She is announced for this battle royal. Okay. Michelle McCool. Oh yes. Again, battle royal. I'm okay with that. The one that I'm okay with. Lay it on me. Come on, give me something good. Kelly Kelly. Let's fucking go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what? Actually, hang on. There's, Let me... two, there's two more. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Molly Holly. I mean, she looked good in the Rumble. She did look good in the Rumble. And a returning for the first time in six years, returning to the to the ring. I should say she's Maria? been on TV. Maria Canellas. Can we give her her old theme? Not the sh- not the shitty love theme that they have. She has. Oh, Mike. I love the love. I don't. 
I love that gimmick. It's so, I, I just, love the gimmick. I hate the theme. But yes, those are the people who are announced. But well, the, Maria was slated to come back if it wasn't right. for like the injuries and the baby. But the, the rumor is that some of those people may be moved out of the battle royal and into singles matches with. Well, now, yeah, nope. Now Bailey has a single or has, has that tag team match. There's rumors Naomi might have a match with what was her name that you looked up? Ivory. Ivory. No, Ivory was Bailey. Is Jacqueline going to come back at all? She's rumored, yes. Because that would be a good name. But she would probably just be throwing the Battle Royal. I would, yes. love, I would love to watch Naomi and Jacqueline go that's at the, it, though. That's the rumor is more Legends. So it just sounds like the Women's Royal Rumble. Pretty much. So if, Okay, so let's say that, let's take out the fact that there's rumors that they could there could actually be singles matches. Yes. In the Women's Battle Royal. Those are the people fully in it. That was on WWE's Instagram. That are going to be in the... Yes. So it just sounds like the Women's Royal Rumble yes. all over again. Except everyone starts in the ring, pretty much. And the thing is, I was so okay with that for the Women's Royal Rumble. I'm going to save that one. I was so okay with that, so I would be okay with this if they're in because it just makes sense. Right. So my immediate reaction, you saw, you heard, excitement. To all of them, yes. Right. The likelihood of it happening, in my opinion, 10 because, again, it makes sense to first all-female pay-per-view. Hell yeah, you throw the legends in there. Yeah, it makes me a hypocrite for everything I said about Shawn Michaels, but that's just a Shawn Michaels thing. That's It's just Shawn Michaels that I have this problem with. And do I want it to happen? Yes, I expect it to happen. Even before you brought up the rumor, I was going into Evolution thinking it was going to be Nostalgia, right. nostalgia Trip 2018 because it makes sense. Right. So, yeah, bring it on. I like it. The next one. Number six. Number six. I'm going to skip because this one should be higher on the list. Number five. What the fuck, man? Number five. <laughs> You're going to like number six. Number five. Okay. And I believe this is one of them that I've said already. The rumor is, going forward after Evolution, that Lita and Trish Stratus will be sticking around. For how long? A decent Short- amount of time. Short at least until WrestleMania. Okay. So they, they, they'd they be competing till Mania? They would be competing only at big pay-per-views. So they would do storylines on Raw and then compete at Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, Would they do any competing in house shows or te- or televised? Probably not. Maybe. Would Maybe they, Trish. I could see Trish. She's in really good shape. Maybe not Lita. Would they, would they all be – would Trish and uh, – would they all be on Raw? They not Most one, likely, yes. One's not going to be eggs out, SmackDown? The other part of this rumor being – that they would stay together as a tag team. Oh, so as a tag team. So this plays into the tag titles rumor. There's a slight chance. I don't think anymore because Alexa is now possibly out for Evolution. Right. I don't know if you saw that. I saw that, that she's hurt again. But there was speculation that this match would be announced as the tag title match. But I don't think they would do that anymore. If they are kept as a tag team unit, I could see so many things I could do with this televised and on the and on the big shows that I like a lot. Really? Yeah. They could start off as faces, obviously, because they're returning legends. And then they could come back kind of like, you know, like throwing their weight around. Like, oh, yeah, we were here before this. All this. And they could, and I, I don't want to say enhancement, they could put over the next. Right. Like, let, let's say if they want to go down the, the, the rabbit hole with Sasha and Bailey again, please don't. Please don't, they're Vince. They're going to at some point. I know they will. I know they will. Hopefully WrestleMania. And then they can turn their backs on each other finally. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying 
turn them at the Rumble. Yeah. And then have them have the WrestleMania match, finally. Yeah. Sasha versus Bailey. So, my immediate reaction is I like them sticking around. I just, it, the timetable is the big thing for me that yeah. will determine how much I like it. The likelihood of it happening, I'm going to put at a high six, low seven. Okay. Because I do think that they're going to stick around because I do think WWE, especially when it comes to Trish, they want to revisit that Alexa-Trish match if Alexa is, in fact, not competing at Evolution, which would be a crime. Even if she is, they need to have the singles match. Yeah, agreed. And So I do I think, think that, that, I do think that singles match will happen. Yes. Or it should happen. As long as we get that singles match, I'll be fine. Agreed. So it's a low six. It's a high six, low seven for me. Do I want it to happen again? The timeline of how long they stick around and the in the usage of them that plays a factor into it. As of right now, I'm going to say yes because I loved Trish and I loved Lita growing up. That is so. Just the past all- tense of that is the one that makes me scared. What? Because you said loved. No, I still love them, but I grew up loving them. That's the thing. They have both been terrible on the mic. I personally, I personally don't want to see this happen because they have not been good. And I would rather see other female wrestlers on this roster get more airtime. Fair enough. That is completely fair. But I think for me, for my own little thing, like I said, there's so many other caveats that play into my answer, too. Right. But just going based off of that, I Lito was one of my favorites. And Trish, you can't be a WWE fan for like years on end and not be a Trish Stratus fan. I just think that's kind of sacrilegious, honestly. Right. So on that alone, that's fair. I would like to see them around more. But I don't know how, but my answer could change if I knew how much they were competing and how long they're going to be around and how much they're going to be used. So I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Um. Okay. Are we on crap. four now? Because you skipped six? Yes. All right. Number four. Wait, so where the fuck are you going to bring up six? If, if, I'll if bring up think. six, number two. Or number, yeah. So you're, what, you're going to go four, three, two, six, one? Yep. All right, cool. Yeah. Trust me. Number four. I'm going to try to trust you on this one. Lots of NXT talent. Nikki Cross. Nick. <laughs> she knows. She knows. According to Cage Side Seats, rumors suggest many NXT talents are scheduled to be at the show, so it's possible they'll be used in angles or additional matches. Or just throw them in that stupid ass battle royal, which Most would likely. be which would be but a fucking crime. It would be a crime unless one of them won. And that's how you bring them up to the main roster. That would be the only scenario. It, Nikki Cross. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Bay. Oh, 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 no, have, no, no. Have Shayna lose earlier in the night and then have her win the Battle Royal. That would be so amazing. Have her dominate someone on the main roster. Have her go in there and dominate Tamina. Have her dominate Dana Brooke. And then have her win the Battle Royal. I like how the first two you said were Tamina and Dana. I'm Brooks. not going to have her dominate, like, Bailey or Sasha. Why not? Give, that gives her perfect heat coming up to the main roster. True. I don't want to bury She's a heel. I don't want to bury Bailey and Sasha. But anyway, you know what I mean, though? Yeah. That'd be perfect. But yes, that's the rumor. Is lots of NXT talent. Like, almost everyone on the current NXT roster who gets tele- or is just going to get some sort of match or be involved in an angle. Or, or some airtime. Yes. My immediate reaction is I think they're they're going to literally throw the ones who aren't explicitly in matches are all like 
Kyrie and Shayna, for instance, yes. are all going to be thrust into this battle royal. Right. And I fucking hate that because you know how I feel about this battle royal already. Like, I don't need to go down that that rabbit hole. Right. As far as likelihood of them being on, again, for the reason why it just makes sense, 10. This is a perfect 10 for me. The NXT women's division will be at Evolution in some form or fashion. I do wholeheartedly believe that. Now, do I want NXT involvement? Yes, I do. If it's primarily the Battle Royal, no, I don't. The only saving grace is if an NXT talent wins the Roy- wins that Battle Royal, and then the next night or two nights later, depending on what show they want, they want her on, she's called up, and that's the call-up. That is the only reason. That's it. All right. Number three, Becky Lynch retains the women's championship. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why was this number three? That's a really good question, and I like. Don't I feel know, what, I don't know why number two is number two. Either. Can't this be six and that be th- and what six was be three? Hey, I'm going in the rankings of Russell Talk. Bring it up with Lori Blake. Anyway, I, I might. I'll fake a door. Yeah, so the rumor is the betting odds have recently changed over the past yeah, week. Yeah, so is there an explanation as to why Becky retaining is such a big deal? Because here? the betting odds were on Charlotte. Yeah. And because Charlotte is the face, and because WWE sees Charlotte as the top woman in WWE. Maybe not, na- maybe not, not named around the Rousey. Right. Right. And the rumor was they were protecting Charlotte so that eventually WrestleMania could be Ronda versus Charlotte. But. but. Plans are now changing. Ronda does not have a according to yeah. I saw that video where there's not a set thing. There is not a set match for Ronda, and plans could change. I do want to bring this up though, and I hate that it has to be because of this situation. But I do think they're going to revisit Ronda main eventing because Roman's time off. No, the rumor. The rumor for that. There's the wait. There's a new rumor that came out already. How quick did they get on this? The rumor. The did rumored, they put out a video this morning about this? I saw this on Bleacher Report. The rumored main after, event after the whole Roman thing. Yes. The rumor. Damn, they're fast. The rumored main event for WrestleMania 35 is Rome. <laughs> Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose for Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. I don't know if there's a title involved. Wouldn't you? What? Wouldn't you think they would put one of the main titles? Not if it's your hottest program. You're right. Look at Ciampa and Gargano. Cena and Rock. One. One. <laughs> Not Cena and Rock 2. Fuck Cena and Rock 2. <laughs> I got to so, specify. Anyway, we'll talk about that at another yeah. time. The other part of this Becky to retain rumor is double turn. Charlotte turns heel on Becky. Becky is still the badass self that she is, but the commentators like her this time. <laughs> How do they execute a double turn when literally everyone but the business has already made Charlotte the heel? Becky wins clean. Charlotte is celebrating with her at the end of Evolution, which I don't think it'll be at the end. Maybe it'll be at the beginning. Or no, something. I think I think Ronda's going to headline it because crossover but, with the Bellas. But you know, co-main event right before the Ronda match, they're celebrating, and Charlotte just loses his sh- loses her shit. Yep. Well, that would give fans another reason to boo her, which they already want to. And I don't. Did you already say your piece on this? As far as yeah, like your rating and stuff. 
Oh, no, I didn't give the rating. Okay. I wanted to happen. Yeah. I wanted to happen, duh. I want Becky right. to hold the title for forever. Same. <laughs> At least the SmackDown one. Right. Uh, the Raw one, yeah. yeah odds sh- of it happening. Odds of Becky retaining. I mean, the, apparently the odds are pretty good. <laughs> the legit odds. I'm, I'm going to say eight because, spoiler alert, that's my pick going to Evolution for the belt. <laughs> so, yeah. Number two. You said you weren't sure why two was two. So I don't I'm, know why this So I'm worried now. Kyrie Sane to retain. I can see why you don't get why it's two. I can completely get it, and that's why where half of my mind is drifting. It's but the other half is do. I feel like they want to bring her to the main roster. Kyrie? Yes, but it is. You think w- You think Vince doesn't like Oscar because of her con- of because of her uh, promos and stuff? Kyrie Sane's the same way. Kyrie, yeah. You know who's main roster material? Shayna. Shayna Baszler. That's why this isn't a big yeah. rumor to me. Yeah. Because Shayna deserves to be on the main yeah. roster. Not not saying that Kyrie doesn't no, deserve Kyrie it. deserves to be on, but for me it's just too soon because you bring her up now. Well, exactly. Shayna fits the main roster better. Kyrie would be a much better call-up post-rumble. No, fuck that. Kyrie, Kyrie is a post-mania call-up for me. Yes. Kyrie is the— After she passes the title to someone Kyrie else. is the— Perfect post, yes. <laughs> Kyrie is the perfect post mania call up because the moment her music hits, I can see what they're going to be in New York again, right? I can, yeah. I can see the Barclays Center, which is most likely going to be at. I can see Barclays losing their collective shit, whether it's Raw or SmackDown, because Pro- she'll interrupt the top heel at the time. Like Probably. I just want to see Kyrie on the main roster, but I, but as I mentioned. It's too, too damn soon this for is her. This her first title defense? Yeah. I believe. So there's no way to like, help drop the title that's on your first this, defense and then that's send her. That's why shouldn't be number two to me. So, so, moving back to numbers. Oh, you need to give your. Yeah, likelihood of it happening, nine. Do I want it to happen? Yeah. Keep her down there until Mania. Moving back to number six. Here we go. <laughs> this has something to do with Asuka, doesn't it? During the Battle Royal. Yeah. Which, it shouldn't happen in the Battle Royal, which makes me think it's not going to happen. Asuka heel turn. On who? In general. I mean, she had her best. I mean, she had a <clears throat> hell of a run as a heel on NXT. Reports are saying yeah. that WWE want to turn her heel to revamp the character and to make her a dominant force on SmackDown. That would also play into the double turn because if Becky retains but his face, who is she going to face? Asuka. But who the fuck does Oscar. Charlotte face? Fuck Charlotte. Charlotte's been Charlotte's been shit lately. She can fuck off for a little bit. So they're gonna turn her heel, and then who else is oh, a that's face? True too. Who else is a face? In Not the all of division? these rumors are gonna happen. Yes, but There's let's n- let's assume this one happens. Okay, so let's assume that the double turn does happen, and let's okay. assume that Asuka does turn heel. Okay, and let's assume that WWE is like okay. So for, then Asuka, for whatever reason, let's just revisit Charlotte. We'll Asuka put Becky confused. versus Asuka. Yes, Charlotte. But who does Charlotte go against? Who's a face on SmackDown? Charlotte and Becky finish their program. Asuka. At Evolution? No, if there's a heel turn, there'd probably have to be one more match. Right. But that's fine. Have Asuka feud against Naomi because they're in a tag team, so then they can. that's the where the heel turn can happen. They can feud there while... The championship is occupied. I think that's kind of watering down and the heel And then you have first. Charlotte. I mean, hopefully if they do the tag team thing, maybe she can do a tag team thing. Or Iconics. Iconics are, wait. I'm, Iconics I'm still thinking heel. she's face. 
Yeah, who else do you have face on SmackDown? I'm trying Don't to think of that. Don't you fucking say Lana. I wasn't going to say Lana. I was going to say Carmella. Don't you <laughs> fucking dare. You really think the W they're going the WWE no, are going to get can, people to cheer on Carmella. They can turn Charlotte heel for the sake of turning Becky face and then have Becky Charlotte one more time except Becky's face Charlotte heel and then Charlotte can go away for a while and then come back WrestleMania Royal Rumble time. So you think so but even then I think that's kind of weird because they're going to turn Charlotte heel and then for just for the sole purpose of Becky being face. So the focus right. will be more on Becky right. than Charlotte. But they also but Charlotte is also the the second top woman the second top woman in the business behind Rousey, Rousey if you're going reportedly. by w, reportedly if you're going by WWE. So I don't see her being I don't see them turning her heel then making her a sacrificial lamb, and then just stashing her for a while. We are talking about WWE. This is very true. <laughs> but I just feel like if they're going to do that with one of their top stars, they're not just going to—they're not going to turn her for the for the sake of Becky. And then it would be cool if they did it for the sake of Becky, and then they found a program for Charlotte. But if they stash Charlotte, then what do you? Then what was the point? They could have just had Becky beat Charlotte, have Becky go away, like you know, like disappear in shame or whatever and just needs to take a break because she's so distraught that she can't beat beat this woman have charlotte reemerge, and then have her snap off on somebody and then if you still want to execute the oscar heel heel turn have oscar go straight for becky maybe have naomi somehow involved but then stow away charlotte because she's away in shame not because you sashed her damn i need to they be creative they could do charlotte versus oscar before be- face, before charlotte goes charlotte in- Heel Asuka, Asuka could face or could could cost Charlotte her all, her last rematch with Becky. They do Charlotte Asuka and then eventually build the Asuka Becky at WrestleMania. I still think that because of WWE kind of backed themselves in a corner with this whole Charlotte thing. Because if they do do that where Asuka interferes, they're still going to fucking cheer for Asuka more than they do Charlotte. That's true. Too. Because they're gonna be like, "Oh hell yeah, Oscar helped Becky." That's a good point too. All right. So there really is a no- all right. So odds of it happening. The odds of Oscar turning heel six. I would probably go lower than that, but yes, six is as high as I'll go. That's fair. Do I want it to happen? I don't know if I want it to happen. I want I, it to happen. I want something for the that, sake of Oscar. I want it to happen. I want something to happen. That's for, what I'm saying. For the sake of Oscar's character being rejuvenized, and she's finally a marquee name, and not exactly. just like, oh hey, Oscar was dominant. Now it's now she's just a cool entrance. The number one rumor. <laughs> I wish I had. Ah, I should have played. I should have done this better. I should have had the music queued up. AJ Lee returns. <laughs> Just get a cute little smile off of Connor. <laughs> wow, you can actually see that on the audio cue. I love it. He backed up a long ways from the microphone for that scream. Yes. Read this one for me. The report... I clicked on the wrong one tonight. Hold on. Oh, okay. The report is, according to an article from ringreport.com, WWE contacted AJ Lee months ago about making a comeback at the Evolution pay-per-view. In fact, some reports even implying that Vince McMahon reached out to the former Davis champ personally 
to try to woo her back into the company. Interestingly enough, her husband, CM Punk, has reportedly turned down an offer to... Re- uh, oh, this is from way before. Turned down uh, to go to All In, blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately for AJ and her fans, Punk's negative r- relationship with WWE could impact greatly between the two parties. The offer will most likely be turned down. But WWE, to this day, to last week... They've when- been really... Fuck the last couple weeks. The last couple months since Evolution's been announced, they've been really... They've brought AJ Lee's name back from the dead, basically. They are trying to get her back. All right, so you got my immediate reaction. Y'all heard my immediate reaction. Yes, please. Because AJ... AJ Lee is the one who started this women's revolution. Agreed. And Paige, but... AJ and Paige agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Likelihood of it happening, zero. (laughs) I would give it a one. Oh, that's right. There isn't a zero on the scale. A one. Yeah, I would say, yeah. A one. A one because. Because if you said zero and then it happened, <laughs> you'd I, look like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, honestly. I'm like, well. You're like, nope, it's absolutely never happening. AJ's music yeah. hits. Let's and, I'm the, and I'm the first one just bouncing around the house. Um, okay, would I look like a jackass if I gave it a zero? I'm still looking like a jackass giving it a one and saying it's there's no chance in hell. But, no chance. But. But then the reason I say one be- is because of because of the whole relationship with CM Punk thing. 100%. And even if WWE is willing to let bygones be bygones with that, I don't think Punk is. Now, obviously, she- now obviously Punk, now obviously Punk is. Yeah, yes, I know, I know, one I know, I know. But if that's the case, Punk would have came back. Yes. Um, that's why I think that Punk. But even if WWE wouldn't, well, like I said, if WWE is like, you know what? We're gonna squash the beef on this because you just—it's not you; it's literally him yes. that we're mad at. It ain't you, right? But she did leave because of this whole stuff, right? She left because of that whole thing, and then they kind of scrubbed her name away from everything because just, of CM Punk. I just want to see it. And even and even if WWE is willing to just bury it, Punk is gonna be like, "Hold up, hold up, hold up." Fuck no, you don't go back to them. But I all but Punk also strikes me as somebody who's okay. Fuck the money for a second. <laughs> Punk also strikes me as someone who wants to wants to see the best out of April Book April Mendez Brooks, Phil Brooks and April Mendez Brooks. Um, Why is she AJ? Say I what? Mean, that was her ring name. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> so the whole reason, so that there's so many different things that 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 makes this pending. I still give it a one because I. I just don't see WWE doing anything with direct connection to CM Punk for a long while. A long while. It's not even so much that Vince is petty against. This is like he's petty. Trips is has a bad. That entire org. Yes. That entire company has a bad of Punk. They're still Doctor Chris Amon. Right. And 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 vice versa. Punk still has a bad with them. And there's. Because you know what's going to happen they bring back AJ. Every stadium she goes to, drowned out. CM Punk chance. I don't think... It's not going to... It won't escape them. And they did such a good job of of getting away from it outside of Chicago. That it will follow them until the cows come home, until they're finally just like, please come back. Let me clarify. Yes. I don't think it's a full-time return. You think it's just a one-off? I think it's just a one-off for Evolution. Why didn't you just say that to begin with? I mean, I thought that was... No. Okay. <laughs> yes. Just an Evolution one-off. If it's an evolution one-off, they are gonna send me into a crying fit of happiness. All right, but still, 
even that, if it's a one off, does that make your odds go up by one? So you're at two then. I'm at a two. <laughs> That's fair. The yes, highest, I don't think it would be the a highest. I I the highest I will go would be a would be maybe a four. Highest I would go would be two. <laughs> a four is pushing it, honestly, yeah. but. The likelihood of it, the likelihood of it happening too. Do I want it to happen? Yes, yes, a I just thousand times. I think yes. it's perfect too because this would be the only way that this battle royal is good. Is if AJ just drops. is if AJ comes in, or I mean, if Oscar turns heel and wins it. But if AJ comes in and wins it, then she can cut a promo about I was I was the I was the one that started all of this, and she can bring out Paige, and they can do like a big we started this women's revolution, not the Bellas. You know, we are the ones who started this, and you know. I, she she can say how she's so happy that this is happening. Blah blah blah. I think it's perfect. I want it to happen. Oh, dude, trust me. If if AJ's music hits when we're watching on Sunday, I will scream. <laughs> like, just get a camera out and just watch the meltdown that ensues. <clears throat> me too. All right. If you want to know what we think is going to happen at the Evolution pay per view, check out our YouTube channel, uh, First Run KO, for our predictions. Uh, they will be up before Sunday. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully within the next couple of days they'll be up. But they will be up before the pay-per-view themselves and I will tweet out a link to that uh on our Twitter accounts. Go ahead and take us out, Connor. Oh yeah, good segue. Yeah, that was good. I like that. I like that. I fuck with that. <laughs> I really fuck with that. First round first round KO on Spotify, Stitcher. Not Spotify. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. I knew that sounded wrong. I was like, "Wait, Spotify?" The hell I said Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Apple Podcast app on iTunes, yep, on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, which is home base for us, SoundCloud. Yeah. Twitter at FRKL Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olson Tuga 18. Follow me at Connor underscore seven. Oh, links in the description. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode. Football. Football. I mean, what did you, what did y'all expect anything different? <laughs> we ain't watching the series, so it's gonna be football. It's gonna be a lot of football. But anyways, stay tuned next time for that episode when we shock the system. It's day one ish, and I'm gonna go play Spider-Man now. Had a good year, kind of tired. Where the Michelin at the finish line? Go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots. That's extended mag. I don't mean to brag, you smell the scented bag I pull up solo at the function, I'm a tennis stag Stone cold bachelor, acid rap and chancellor Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance with ya You see me as a challenge to manage your intuition